big screen to the small screen. He talks about it all. It's Talking Movies with Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we return to the DC Universe for Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. Are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. This loose cannon needs to be locked down before innocent people start getting hurt. He's been asleep for 5,000 years. You find us a cell that can hold him, we'll take care of the rest. I never said I was a hero. Giving you respect, I expect the same thing. You believe you are not worthy, but fate does not make mistakes. Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. Written by the team of Adam Stikiel, Rory Haynes, and Sorab Noshvarani, and directed by Jami Colet Sarah, Black Adam stars Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam slash Teth Adam, Aldous Hodge as Hawkman slash Carter Hall, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate slash Kent Nelson, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher slash Al Rothstein, Sarah Shahi as Adriana Tomas, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone slash Maxine Hunkel, Marwan Kanzari as Ishmael slash King Akhtan, and features Bodhi Sambongi, Mohamed Amr, and James Kusadi Moyer. What is there to say about this movie that hasn't already been said? First and foremost, I am a Dwayne The Rock Johnson fan. I've watched pretty much every movie he's done now, including The Tooth Fairy. So you do with it whatever it is you do here in Fairy World with your teeth. And I've watched every DC film, and to be honest, I'm actually kind of excited for The Flash, despite all of the controversy. So this was a guaranteed C for me. Going into the movie, I expected nothing good. The early reviews were terrible. The ones that spoke positively seemed to come from optimists just looking for the silver lining in that big dark thundercloud. And while the movie wrapped up, I was actually entertained for nearly the entire 124 minute runtime. Now don't get me wrong, Black Adam is not a good movie. It's downright bad at some points, but I was entertained. Story wise, for what little there was, was actually pretty well done. The biggest problem with the story, though, was that it was watered down with so many unnecessary action pieces. The acting was pretty bad with the exception of Pierce Brosnan who pretty much carried the film anytime Dr. Fate was on the screen. There were some decent scenes by other actors, but they were minor and honestly I can't recall a lot of them. Musically, this movie does absolutely beautifully, mixing in a ton of different music styles, all to set the tension, mood, and hype you up. What really drops this movie's rating though is its excessive use of CGI. The fight scenes are giant blurs of computer animation, and flashback Dwayne's head is twice the size of his body, and the villain of the movie is left looking cartoonish next to the size of Johnson's actual frame. There are some highlights in this movie, though, that include the introduction of the Justice Society and the post credit scene that Dwayne spoiled during his press tour. Overall, though, this movie was just bad, but bad movies can be entertaining, and this is one of those movies. It will certainly be someone's guilty pleasure down the road, and I am likely to watch it again when I'm at home and feel that nobody is judging me. But DC still has a long way to go to catch up with the juggernaut that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I give Black Adam a C+. Mm. The spooky season has arrived and Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! 
Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's talk about Black Adam a little more. After sitting on the shelf for nearly two decades, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam released this past weekend, as I just told you, and as expected, it contains plenty of references and cameos from the larger DC universe. And during his press tour, Dwayne Johnson, unfortunately... Spoiled one of the major cameos, which has producer Hiram Garcia fuming. No, God, please, no, no! Garcia said, quote, Oh my God, it is so frustrating. You work so hard, but look, we understand that this ending and this dream, this family dream that we had to bring it to life, we knew that it was going to have an effect on the fans that we were just like, oh my God. We heard them begging for it for so long. We've been wanting it for so long. It's disappointing that it leaks. You hope that the fans that are so passionate about it really do their best to block it out so that they can go and get the movie and enjoy it. Personally, I won't be spoiling that cameo here, but I will tell you that it was definitely worth it. In other DC News. After being promoted to DC Film President in 2018, Walter Hamada has had to deal with a ton of problems along his tenure. There was the controversial decision to shelve the nearly completed Batgirl film, as well as moving forward with the Flash film starring Ezra Miller, and accusations from Justice League star Ray Fisher, as well as conflict with the new studio's CEO, David Zaslav. At this point, Deadline is reporting that Walter Hamada has left Burbank, California and resigned as the president of DC Films. Hamada is the fifth executive in the Warner Brothers film studio to depart since Zaslav took over. DC still has a ton of films coming down the pipe, including Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Joker 2, The Flash, and Blue Beetle. The Hollywood Reporter also found a report called The Boris Kit, which is packed with DC tidbits that tease a few of the upcoming projects coming down the pipe as well. These projects include Man of Steel 2, which is apparently seeking writers, a series of Batman spin-offs, and a new James Gunn project. Coming soon to a motion picture theater near you. Moving to the land of trailers, a trailer was released for the upcoming Creed 3, written by Ryan Coogler and directed by Michael B. Jordan. I know what you're doing, Donnie. You don't owe this to nothing. Damien's fighting the world and he's trying to hurt people. I vouch for you. You think you mad? Try spending half your life in a cell. Why does somebody else live your life? I'm coming for everything. You threatening me? Something is going on with you. Damien was like family. Now we pass talking. Then maybe you just have to find him. Do what I gotta do. In this outing, Adonis Creed finds himself back in touch with an old friend named Anderson Dame. Adonis and Anderson grew up together, only for Anderson to do a 17-year stretch in prison, losing his opportunity to become a world-class boxer in his own right. Now he's looking for a little payback. Creed 3 will release on March 3rd of 2023. In other upcoming projects, Damian Lewis, the star of Billions and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, has signed on to play two roles in a supernatural black comedy titled The Radleys, which is set to be directed by Euros Lynn. The project is based off the novel by Matt Haig and has the following synopsis. The Radleys are an ordinary family, or at least that's what the neighbors think. No one would suspect that behind all of this, the Radleys hold a dark secret. They are vampires. Only parents Helen and Peter know about the family's true nature. They are abstainers, vampires who choose not to drink blood despite their natural craving. Their teenagers, vegan Clara and lovesick Rowan, have no idea until one evening Clara is attacked by a boy in her class and her bloodthirsty instincts take over, forcing her parents to finally reveal the truth. This past week was 
was also a huge day for Silent Hill fans. Konami announced several new Silent Hill games, including a full remake of Silent Hill 2. During the release, Konami also announced a new film titled Return to Silent Hill, which will be directed by Christoph Gans. Gans directed the original Silent Hill movie in 2006, and it was announced that Return to Silent Hill will be based on the story of Silent Hill 2. Gans said that the film is a story of a young guy coming back to Silent Hill, where he has known a great love and what he's going to find is a pure nightmare. Producer Victor Hadida has said that Return to Silent Hill will modernize the franchise while also staying very true to the video game. Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira, sat down for an interview with Variety where she talked about the character's future. Peterson said, quote, I think I will retire, but I do not think that Elvira will ever retire. Elvira can completely go on without me even if I die, which I will at some point. I think the character will continue to be around. I think it can kind of be like Santa Claus is to Christmas. During a recent trip to Dana Carvey and David Spade's Saturday Night Live-centric podcast Fly on the Wall, Chevy Chase had some abnormalities in his speech and let it slip that he is currently suffering from memory loss. About halfway through the episode, Chase tries to recall a story about Richard Pryor who hosted SNL, and he fumbled through the dates a bit before pausing and saying, quote, I'm trying to remember why I started that story. I have a little pain in my heart. At that point, Chase's wife Jane interrupted everybody, saying, quote, I should have told you this ahead of time. In February last year, Chevy had heart failure. Basically, he was rather out of it for a while, so he lost some memories. They're kind of coming back, but... And then Chase trailed off. Throughout the episode, Chase, who is 79, seemed to have a number of times where he started stories without finishing them and having large unexplained gaps in his memory. When the subject of Phil Hartman came up, Chase asked, quote, how did he die? And not in a bad way, but in a matter-of-fact curiosity, despite Hartman's murder being one of Hollywood's most infamous homicides. Moving to streaming, Apple Original Films and Skydance Media's The Family Plan has announced Michelle Monaghan has joined the cast of the film alongside Mark Wahlberg. The plot for The Family Plan revolves around a suburban father who takes his family on the run after his past comes back to haunt him. Monaghan's role is unconfirmed, though she'll likely be playing Wahlberg's wife. It has been confirmed that Adam Sandler and the Safdie brothers are teaming up again for another project that will be featured on Netflix. The group will join forces for an untitled feature starring Sandler following the success of 2019's Uncut Gems. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, tell them the man in black sent you.